The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Luke. Jesus was praying in a certain place, and after he had finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray as John taught his disciples. He said to them, when you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread and forgive us our sins, for we ourselves forgive everyone indebted to us and do not bring us to the time of trial. And he said to them, Suppose one of you had a friend and you go to him at midnight and say to him, Friend, lend me three loaves of bread, for a friend of mine has arrived and I have nothing to set before him. And he answers from within, Do not bother me. The door already has been locked and my children are with me in bed. I cannot get up and give you anything. I tell you, even though he will not get up and give him anything because he is his friend, and at least because of his persistence, he will get up and give him whatever he needs. So I say to you, ask, and it will be given you. Search, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened for you. For everyone who asks receives, and everyone who searches finds. And for everyone who knocks, the door will be opened. Is there anyone among you who, is, if your child asks for a fish, would give a snake instead of a fish? Or if the child asks for an egg, will give a scorpion? If you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more would the Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him? The Gospel of the Lord. Please be seated. Greetings, friends in Christ. It's good to be home this summer. <laughs> For those who don't know me, my name is Susan Oakes, and I'm pursuing a Master's of Divinity at Seminary of the Southwest in Austin, Texas. One of the things I'm doing this summer is an internship with the Reverend Jennifer Sanders, who is the pastor at Beloved Community Church in Avondale. And I'll share a story about that in a few minutes. When John invited me to preach a couple of months ago, I immediately glanced over the lectionary and I was really thankful that he lobbed me an easy one when I realized it's about the Lord's Prayer. We say this every week at the Eucharist. But last week, when I started considering how to preach about it, <laughs> I realized it might not be as easy as I thought. Even though I've been in seminary uh, for a year, this familiar prayer stumped me a little bit and questions began to emerge. What does Jesus want his disciples to understand by teaching this particular prayer? 
Why do we pray this prayer each week for ourselves and within community? What kind of world do we want to live in? What kind of world does God want for us? The prayer begins, Father, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come. I think the prayer could be complete at this point if the disciples and we understand what it means to bring God's kingdom to this world. What this says is that God is God, not human, and God is holy. In God's holy kingdom, there is enough food for our daily sustenance, there's forgiveness for our sins and protection from temptations that separate us from God. This kingdom of God's is not just for us as individuals, but it's for all people. So all we really need to pray is for the arrival of God's kingdom. But Jesus takes them further by using the image of a door to teach his disciples something more about God's kingdom. So let's play with this imagery a little bit. Imagine a doorway. A door has two sides, works in two directions where you can either go in or out, and you can be on either side of the door. The door can be locked or it can be left unlocked. Sometimes the door can even be locked with a deadbolt and requires keys. Sometimes we're knocking and opening the door. And sometimes, um, I'm sorry, sometimes we're knocking and other times we're opening the door. And when we cross through a door, we can go alone or we can go with other people. Sometimes we hold the door open for others and other times the door is held open for us. So what are the disciples supposed to learn from the use of door imagery? We first hear Jesus use the door metaphor in the short parable about the friends and the bread. The point is that there is a need for bread and there's a door that creates a barrier. And Jesus uses the parable to show the persistence in asking pays off because the door is eventually unlocked. At the beginning of my internship with Jennifer, she invited me to become uncomfortable. I was being invited to be in close proximity with the most vulnerable and marginalized people they serve. And these are people in need of some bread that can be found behind a locked door. One young man really presses on the door to my heart. He was sitting all alone, and when I asked him if we could chat for a few minutes, he said, that would be fine, and he smiled at me. He has a gentle and kind spirit, and we made eye contact through the whole conversation. Everything I know about him is what he told me during our conversation, and his name is Justin. He's 22 years old, and he's homeless. He has a family, yet he's both alone and lonely. He's hungry. He said he wants to be an upstanding citizen and not live a life of crime. He has no job and lacks the skills to find a job. And here I'm assuming a little bit, but I think he probably lacks a role model that could help him find a job. But he did say that he dreams of having a job and a place to live. And he also said he thinks that he must not have a very good relationship with Jesus 
because he said that nothing that he has prayed for has been answered. Y'all, that breaks my heart. I don't know if I'll ever see Justin again, but I do know that Jesus loves Justin and is walking with him in his suffering. But Justin still has so many needs, and he feels like his prayers aren't being answered. I didn't know what to do, so I just offered him another hug. So I did that awkward side church hug. (laughs) Uh, So let's look back at the final part of the gospel to find some more clues to this teaching. Jesus uses the same door imagery to further explain persistence in prayer, saying, knock, and the door will be opened. Only this time, the payoff is emphasized with the gift of the Holy Spirit to those who ask. Through the Holy Spirit, God gives us not just bread, but opens the door for us to receive the spiritual sustenance we need for our daily life. So Jesus is teaching the disciples to pray for God's holy kingdom to arrive through the power of the Holy Spirit, knowing there are doors and barriers in our human world that block people like Justin from their basic daily needs. I think the real lesson is that it's less about asking God to change the circumstances of our world and more about asking God to change us. This change in us becomes a reorientation towards God and empowers us to help open doors and remove barriers for others. To be clear, this does not mean that we become God, but we are welcoming the Holy Spirit to be with us and direct us in opening doors. I think this is the kind of world that God wants for us. And let's face it, we all experience life challenges at times, and we're the ones knocking on the door, and maybe not as much as Justin, but I know that there are people in this room who are suffering illness, or grief, or crisis in some way, or maybe there's an important decision that needs to be made, or a relationship that needs tending. Hopefully more often, we experience the kingdom through great joys. Sometimes we get to be the door openers. St. Stephen's offers a variety of ways to open doors and help bring about God's kingdom. I can't name all the doors, but there are many thresholds. Maybe you are knocking on the door, or perhaps you have the keys to unlock the door for someone else. Which doors do you see? Where is the door leading you? How are you becoming empowered by the Holy Spirit? In any direction that door might need to be opened, I will be bold and say that what we're really asking and searching for is the bread of life in Jesus that brings about the kingdom of God. The Eucharist is a doorway that leads to this spiritual food. I love the way that Jamie says, lift up your hearts during our Eucharistic prayers. We've heard the special way he presents this invitation among us for the past eight years or so, and this has been a gift to me. As we lift our hearts to the Lord, Let us open wide the door to our hearts to receive the spiritual food from God and carry it with us as we help open doors to the kingdom. Father, hallowed be your name. 
your kingdom come. Amen.